you don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rival, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my new series, Parish. My character, Gray Parish, was a getaway driver. I'm retired from life. You know that. He's in a world over his head. Tell me about this driver job. And he's asked to start to figure things out. I did what you told me to. He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. This is Paris. Hey everyone, we are back for another episode of This is Paris. Hunter, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I've been uh I've been enjoying some of this colder weather. We've had some rain showers and it's been lovely. Nice. Well, I've been in all these tropical places, so yeah, got to miss opposite. out on the rain. Yes. Uh, what did you? What do you like doing now that you're back home? You've been home for a little bit. What are you and Carter doing as a, uh, a married couple back in the house? Well, I had to go directly back to work, so my schedule has been out of control as usual. I still have like literally hundreds of wedding gift presents, like all in the main room when you walk into my house that I haven't even opened yet. So, um, yeah, we've just been working and I don't know, trying to find some time to open these gifts. <laughs> yeah. Mine, I, I sent you one, but if there's one that's better than the one I sent, they might've mixed up the labels. I think I sent you a car or it was like a deed for a property somewhere, like a really big, it was, it's a good one. I don't know if someone's Maybe the names got mixed up, but don't let Charlotte mess that up, okay? It was really good. <laughs> Thank um, you. <laughs> you're welcome. Are you watching anything right now? I watched Joe Millionaire this weekend, which I oh, loved. Perfect. I loved that show when it came out. That was like, I don't even know how long ago, a long time ago. And I actually met the guy because it was during The Simple Life and... Nicole and I would always be doing different things for Fox and different, you know, award shows. And then he was around. So 
I met him at a couple of those events. So to see that they brought the show back, I'm just loving it. So nostalgic. I watched the show too when I was younger. Uh, And one thing that I always related to is my dad was always single and he was always (laughs) the not nowhere close to millionaire. So like my dad would walk into a Starbucks and like a ripped wife beater and Uggs and still be charming and like the most eligible guy. But watching that show made me feel like I was watching my dad. And I always thought my dad would have like a better chance than the millionaire because my dad's just, I think he's got to compensate. He's got to be like charming and sweet enough to compensate for the fact that, you know, you had to go back to his apartment in Canoga Park uh, if you wanted to spend more time with him. So I was the one thing I really loved about this reboot that actually our guests today are from the show is that they kind of do put these two guys uh, in the house together, a millionaire and uh, not millionaire. And we get to see how the love explores itself with these uh, women who are hopefully fated for something beautiful, some romantic connection. So I think without further ado, Paris, should we bring him in? Yeah, let's bring him in. Hey, Paris. How are you doing? Good. Nice to meet you. Oh, Likewise. To meet you. Congratulations. Pretty... Oh, thank you very much. Pretty yeah, cool thank you. Pretty cool being on your show, not going to lie. Ah, thank you. <laughs> well, I loved your guys' show. I, I watched this weekend, and it was so entertaining. It was so much fun to watch. How do you guys feel after, you know, it's just aired, like, last week? Yeah, it's been, uh, been an experience so far, but thus far, it's been really positive. I mean, everyone seems to uh, – they really love the bromance between Kurt and I, which I love. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's been fun. Is that what you expected to happen? The the bromance? Honestly, going into it, absolutely not. But uh, <laughs> you know, then going throughout the process, Kurt and I hit it off. We've been hanging out ever since. And so we had a feeling that America would love uh, the fact that Kurt and I actually got along instead of like, you know, we're in a jealous competition. And they, thus far, yeah. they have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was definitely a little nerve wracking going in there with another guy. Right. But um I don't know. I'm a guy's guy, so I can get along with 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 most men. So uh, it was really nice, though, that we're that we're very similar and our humor is the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, at the end of the at the end of the season, we're finishing each other's sentences. So it was good. <laughs> so there was no drama with you guys. There was no fighting over oh. any of the chicks. Uh, I mean, there was definitely some times where <laughs> we were both uh, really feeling the same woman. And they wouldn't give us a, you know, kind of an inkling on which guy they were feeling. And so there was a little bit of competition, but it was all friendly. Do you guys have the same type in women? I know that like me and my brother luckily thankfully, don't. Thankfully, we do not. We discuss that literally like within the first 10 minutes. We're like, yeah. all right, what type of prototypical woman do you go for? And I'm like, yeah. I'm a tall blonde guy. And he's like, okay, I like darker brunettes. And we're like, all I'm right, a dark, God. dark skin, dark hair girl. <laughs> or, yeah, girl, so... <laughs> That's always good. Yeah, it's it's can be a little bit annoying when you're with your best friend or somewhere and then you guys both want the same person. Have you had that, Paris, where you've been, you know, I think you've had so many like friends in the public eye. I don't know how many of them are good friends, but have you had that with somebody? Uh, definitely. But, you know, the other person was the one who was always upset. So... It didn't really affect me. <laughs> Good answer. Strong yeah. answer. I'm just honest. <laughs> no, that's great. So it seems like you guys both, the fact that you still like each other makes me feel like the show went at least well in that way. But yes. when, you were, when you were coming on the show, did you genuinely think, 
oh, I'm going to find love. We obviously don't know yet. But like in your heart of hearts, were you like, oh, yeah, this is my chance to find love? No, honestly, going into it. And I know Kurt will say the same thing. Like we're not reality TV show guys, especially reality dating shows. I always thought they were fake and, uh, you know, everything was scripted. And so going into it, I thought, you know, this gives me an opportunity to meet women that I'd never uh, be able to meet otherwise. And it's a very unconventional style, but hey, why not give it a shot? And so went into it with very low expectations, didn't expect to feel a whole lot. And then you get put into that environment. You're away from, you know, your friends, your family, you're away from your phone for the most part. And it is like every emotion is intensified, you know, to the hundredth degree. So uh, the emotions, it was an emotional roller coaster the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't expect to find love. I will say that the greatest love story to come out of Joe Millionaire, though, will be Stephen and I's friendship. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. If, if you want to find uh, if you want to find more of these types of women, you know, ever just go to catch in L.A., um, basically everybody who wants to be a reality star. You can find there. There's a few <laughs> different right? places in LA. Yeah. Um, but that's great. I, I like the bromance. So how did you guys get involved with the show? Like did someone approach you? Like how did this happen? Go ahead. Um, yeah. So for me, it was so last minute. Uh, I believe they had all the pieces to the puzzle except me. And I think they even had another gentleman. Um, Somebody stumbled upon my Instagram, which I don't even have that many followers, never have, don't really have that big of a presence. I guess they liked my look. Um, they found out what I did professionally. And, um, you know, so they DM me and asked if I'd be interested. So I entertained it and um, entertained it enough to fly out to L.A. and meet the producers. Uh, and that was literally uh, about six weeks before filming. Wow. So very last minute. And, and they, they um, I think they realized that my personality would match Stevens. Um, so they kind of sealed the deal right there. Yeah. Did they, so they, they flew you out? Yeah. Both of you? Mm -hmm. Did they, they fly, did. did they fly you in coach or did they put one of you in first class? <laughs> I, I don't know about you, Kurt, but I was in middle seat in the back of the plane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was in, um, yeah, I was just in the uh, regular coach and I got yeah. in trouble for sleeping with my mask, my mask under my nose too. I almost, <laughs> Almost got escorted <laughs> off the plane. Bad boy. Bad boy. <laughs> uh, but that, but Stephen, they had him um, selected for quite a while. Yeah, they found me in uh, it'd been last January on Instagram, and uh, you know they reached out to me, and it was in my DM request from someone I never knew or never met before, and I honestly thought it was a joke. Um, we set up a couple Zoom interviews, started going through uh, the casting company, Cornwall Casting, moved through to 495 Productions, and then all the way up to Fox, uh, the executive team. And I was like, this actually sounds pretty legit. And so uh, for me, and I know Kurt especially, uh, we both run day-to-day -day companies and we're both CEOs. So taking off for seven weeks for a reality TV show um, is not an easy feat for either of us. And so mm -hmm. we made a deal with Fox that we're like, we got to have our phones for two hours every morning just to make sure that, uh, you know, our businesses are not burning to the ground while we're gone. Yeah. yeah. You're lucky. When I did the simple life, they really took our phones away. And mm. it was like, just like not having your phone is so brutal. I was just missed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you were it lucky. At least you got the two hours. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we are. I don't know. But, you know, everyone looks at reality TV show people and sees how emotional or crazy they get. And uh, until you're in that environment where you don't have your phone, you don't have access to talking to your family and friends every day. You don't know what that feels like because it is crazy. I mean, 
you know, we got our phones for two hours every day. And thankfully, that's what uh, kind of kept me sane. Uh, yeah. These poor women, the women didn't get their phones at all. And so, you know, Kurt and I completely understand why they were on edge a little bit and mm. uh, freaking out on some things. Yeah, but I think it's also good because if you if everyone did have their phones, it wouldn't be the same type of story. So I think it, it is smart oh, when these shows do that, is. because otherwise they're texting their friends. They're just like on social media yes. and then they're not really in it. And then when you don't have the phone, that's when like the real emotions come out. And yeah. and that one scene when you guys were doing the cotillion dance and the girl was crying, the one who was wearing the same dress as the other one. Like, how did that feel? I felt it was I was like oh my god he's there like he's actually like <laughs> she's crying in front of him like how awkward did you feel in that moment it, it was <laughs> yeah that whole dance was awkward okay um this is only a couple nights in i'm still finding my footing in this whole setup um i'm kind of uh, like i get nervous and see, i get nervous in front of beautiful <laughs> women so much so so I, i'm always stumbling over myself so all these women come in and I have to host them. I'm sitting at the head of the table and I've got to host them. And I don't have my boy, Steven here. So Steven's the good <laughs> talker, right? So I'm sitting here by myself trying to host these women. It, it's, it's a little bit awkward at times. They didn't, they cut out one part. I called one woman the wrong name. I mean, I only known them for a few days. So that had me flustered. Um, so the whole day was awkward. We get to dancing and then we started loosening up a little bit. Um, and uh, that's when you start to see the spiral of Rachel, um, which that was, um, that was so comical the way they caught that uh, on camera. And I, I guess that thumb suck really set her off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was the, uh, yeah, it was that uh, licking the frosting off her finger that just made things take a nosedive. <laughs> that was the catapult for her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really awkward. And then you know how it is Paris. So you, you get pulled away so much by producers and they want to get interviewed yeah. and stuff. So I kept getting pulled away and I'd come back to a different show every time i'm like what is happening like what did i do to these women or what are these women doing to each other and so it was so confusing that me when you saw me just kind of leaning back trying to figure out what was going on that was genuine i was literally just trying to figure out what the hell is going on um and then i didn't know whether i should interject i think i started to at one point one of the producers was like no 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 get back like we need to save yourself keep keep out of this <laughs> so you know i don't know looking back should i have interjected i would i have um caused more mayhem i, I don't know but yeah it was um it was something it, it was, was amazing it was tv so i, I feel <laughs> bad for her because i can't imagine waking up the next morning and being like oh my god what did i do or you just watching it when it premiered the other night so sending love to you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> did you have something like that? Did you have any any moments like that, Paris, uh, in any of the reality TV you've done oh, where yeah. you literally regretted it right away? What was it? Um, just uh, not me really regretting things, just like just so many crazy moments, especially, you know, during the beginning of The Simple Life, because that was just it's like one of the first reality shows. And it was just so new to me. And we'd never been on camera before. We're yep. in it's completely different environment and just, I don't, I don't know. It was just a lot of things that happened with Nicole and I, I don't even know if I want to say that right now. You, you, know, Paris, <laughs> you, uh, you were good. Like you, did you ever play a persona? Cause I feel like you kind of, you played this very ditzy cause you're, you're yeah. not so much. I've, I've, I've studied you. you. You played this like ditzy kind of role for a while, but that was just kind of what you needed to do. Right. I mean, that was. Yeah. I, I'm not a dumb blonde I'm just very good at pretending to be one. And um, <laughs> for that, I was, you know, giving with the public what I thought that they wanted, they, you know, they wanted, yeah. mm -hmm. that was just like the whole vibe. Like before I went there, I've obviously 
you know, I don't know if you saw my documentary, but I went through a lot of things and um, I think that was kind of just like a mask that I built almost just mm -hmm. for, like from a trauma response if I want to yeah. like, go deep into it. But like, also uh, yeah. I knew that, you know, it's reality television. I wanted to be entertaining and it wouldn't mm -hmm. have been funny if I was actually just being serious and yeah. not being silly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember the simple life. Was yeah. Good stuff. Thank you. This is Paris. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from life, you know that. His business is failing, his house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger, and we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. Did you guys watch the original Joe Millionaire, like, again, like, before the show? Did you watch it originally? No, I didn't even know what Joe Millionaire was going into <laughs> it. So neither, I mean, Kurt knew a little bit. He knew the name, yeah. but... Uh, you know, we, we get down there on set the first day and we're in the middle of interviews, separate interviews, and the producers all walk into the interview room and they're like, 
So we just wanted to let you know, you know, this is a big moment. We've got a bombshell to drop on you. You know, you are the next Joe Millionaire. And for me, I was like, great. What does that mean? I have no idea. I've never even heard of it. You're just like, I got to change my name to Joe. Yeah. 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 I was like, uh, what? And, uh, you know, I could tell the the gravity of the moment and the way they were acting. I could see all the cameras on me. I was like, yeah, they're trying to make a big deal out of this, but I don't know what to, I don't know how to react. I don't know what this Mm -hmm. is. And and then they explain it to me (laughs) and they explain, you know, what kind of numbers it did and just how big of a phenomenon it was. And and you start to realize, uh, you know, just what you got yourself into and it's kind of, kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same thing with me. They bust in an interview room and um, like, Hey, got something big to tell you. And they go proceed to tell me. I, and I look at them. I was like, that is great for you guys. That's awesome. And, and they say, no, no, it's good for you too. This is like, this is a big deal. So I was just happy for the producers. I was just happy for the, the whole show in general. Cause you know, that's, I mean, that's a good name to carry on. So yeah, I was just excited because we, we didn't know they, they hardly told us what we were getting ourselves into. They gave us enough to, to get us there. Uh, but we really took a leap of faith with the production company, uh, 495. Yeah. Just they, they, they are what sold it to Stephen and I both. I mean, without yeah. them, without Sally Ann and Sarah, um, you know, I, I probably wouldn't have been there. So no. I just love that they tell you, hey, you're the new star of our <laughs> franchise. And you go, you're welcome. Hey, <laughs> congrats good to for you, you guys. Buddy. Great selection. <laughs> the, the, the twist is pretty good in this season, though. But I feel like, you know, if I had to hang out with someone for days and weeks, that something would slip out. Did nothing come out? Like, Kurt, at any point, were you like, yeah, I was driving in my Ford F... Ford Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it was definitely harder for Steven. I mean, I... Um, you know, I live a pretty modest life. I live a good life here, though. You know, I'm not, uh, it's funny to try to sell me as, as uh, like, poor in the show. I said, you can sell me whatever way you want. But, um, you know, I, uh, <laughs> I've been in the construction industry for some time now. I was, uh, I was a site superintendent for years um, in, like, a well-paid one. Um, but definitely a very, uh, very hardworking industry. And then I, I branched out of my own. I started my own company uh, right around two years ago now. Uh, and things have been good for me, uh, but it still is a grind. So I'm, I'm very busy. I, I definitely still live a, you know, a modest, more modest life. But uh, it was definitely harder for Steven because um, it, it just is second nature to talk about certain things, businesses especially. I mean, and they have multiple of them. Yeah, for me, it was it was a little more difficult. You know, the first couple of weeks, I it was almost fun for me because I felt like I was playing a joke on these women. Like, I literally feel like they think that I work out in a field every single day wearing a pair of blue coveralls with a pitchfork in my hand, <laughs> uh, you know, like a simple farm boy. And so it was fun to kind of play that facade for about two weeks. And then they'd start asking deeper and deeper questions about my history, my family. And I started running out of stuff to say, because, you know, you put on this so simple lifestyle mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, you know, they're asking you these very in-depth questions. And I'm like, um, I don't know how to answer this. And so, you know, they'd ask me about my education. I'd tell them I had a college degree and they're like, wait, you're a farmer, but you have a college degree and an MBA. And, and so, you know, they start asking those questions and it just makes it really, really difficult. And, you know, the hardest part was for me, I don't necessarily uh, equate like the businesses or or the material aspects of things, um, you know, as a, you know, financial flex or anything. I equate it more to the character traits that it took to get there. And so, you know, I want the the women to know that, uh, you know, I'm a hardworking guy, you know, very loyal, very determined. I push through, persevere. um, And I tell the story of my companies uh, to showcase that. And so I was I was having to take all that off the table. 
Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a struggle for him. And we, we talked about it several times on the show. I hope they show some of it because I felt he was, you know, he was almost like a leg down. It's like, dude, you're coming off as this, you know, simple life farm boy. Right. And, um, you know, some of these women don't want a simple farm boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, <you know>? no. <laughs> they want a man so with a little bit of ambition, a little bit of drive. Right. Um, so, yeah, it was. We did have to pivot about midseason. And we're like, mm-hmm. dude, we got you, you got to start talking a little about, you know, some other stuff. So it, it was a delicate balance for sure. Mm-hmm. Would that be a turnoff to you when you could tell a girl was asking questions that, you know, had like gold digger mentality motives? You know, I mean, for the most part, I feel like we had a really, really good group of women that were in front of us, um, you know, and they were I feel like they were all there most for the most part. They were there for the right reasons. But there were certainly some questions where they were trying to figure out who was who. Um, and, you know, there wasn't anything over the top, thankfully, because if it was over the top, that definitely would have been an alarm to Kurt and I, uh, because Kurt and I basically feel like we're, we're the same people. We both see ourselves as blue collar boys. We both work with our hands every single day. Um, you know, we're just, uh, in a little different positions as far as, uh, you know, financial status or material aspect wise. Uh, but in five years, I don't think there's going to be any difference between us. And, and so, uh, you know, Kurt and I didn't view, e- you know, e- each other any differently. And so we didn't want the women to view us any differently either. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, what matters to most of these women was, as I said before, like the ambition and drive. I mean, everybody wants a man or a woman who wants to get out there and accomplish something, right. He wants to build something. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to be with a lazy person so i think that um you know they, they could tell that was there between both of us and yeah um i didn't uh yeah i don't there were a lot of questions honestly yeah. uh, some of them i just didn't i didn't even hear like that <laughs> that part in the show when they were just rapid fire questions it was that and worse i mean i was sweating <laughs> the reason why i took my hair down is i was like i just gotta stop talking all right boom hair down <laughs> The, the funniest part, <laughs> the funniest part, they were asking so many questions. You don't even have time to think through the questions. And one of the girls asked Kurt if he's ever been to South America. And he's like, oh, yeah, I've been to South America. This dude has literally never been there. Before. <laughs> I know, like, like, where? You're like, um. <laughs> but you're just you're trying that. to keep up with the questions. Yeah, you're just yeah. trying to keep up with all the questions. And you're, you're running behind so far. You feel like, uh, you know, bait to a bunch of sharks whenever you're out there some yeah. of the days. Yeah. What was the craziest thing that happened? Like we were like, oh my god! You don't have to say who because we know it's a surprise. <laughs> they both just had a very clear moment yeah. come to their brain. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he. I don't know what Steven's gonna say, but the, to me, one of the funniest things that happened, and they, it, it looks like they probably cut it from the show already because it happened with Raquel. Um, it was, and it became this joke between uh, between everybody on, on set there um, when Raquel got eliminated she kicked her suitcase off the top of the stairs and it like bounced all the way down. Yep. So then that became the girls kind of like ritual. Anytime. Yeah. Like the rose go, ceremony. <laughs> they boot the staircase off the top of the stairs and it would, it would bounce down, which I just got a kick out of. I thought it was hilarious and it was fun that the girls, you know, could at least have a little bit of fun out the door. Yeah. I'm sure the house was really happy about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, there was a few dents in the walls. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. You know, that was probably the funniest thing. Um, you know, it became the, the ritual, the elimination ritual. They're like, do it for Brickell, And they punt their suitcase <laughs> off the stairs. Um, so that was pretty funny. Uh, I think episode three or episode four, there's going to be a very, very interesting night come up uh, with both Kurt and I um, where, 
we may or may not have had a severe emotional breakdown and end up all the women are together and Kurt and I are nowhere to be found. And that's because yeah. we're hiding in a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I just needed my boy. I was a little stressed out. That's sweet. That's good. You guys had each other. Did you, uh, did, um, before the show, did you genuinely have any trouble just because of your guys's uh, career, maybe someone wanted more than you had, or maybe someone, you know, didn't, didn't expect it to be what it is. Did you have any issues dating because of uh, financial stuff before the show? And Paris, this is for you too. Have you had to deal with, I mean, I'm sure, but like, how does it manifest itself when someone's in it for the wrong reasons? For me, it's pretty obvious. I can, I can always tell with someone. Um, but I have a lot more to offer than just that. So again, I'm not worried about that, but it is kind of a turnoff. Cause when you do think about it, like usually you would think like the girl is a gold digger, but I found in life that there's male gold diggers as well. And they're beyond. And I just hate la yeah. like lazy guys who just, you know, they just don't have any drive and they don't want to do anything with their lives. They don't want to work hard because ever since I was a little girl, like my parents really taught me the importance of hard work ethic and to want to do something on your own. It just feels so amazing, especially, you know, when you come from a privileged family and just to be handed things, it doesn't feel as good as doing it on your own. And then yeah. I don't know. I think there's people out there that they're lazy and they just want to latch on to either a man or a woman who can take care of them. And I, I just think that's really unattractive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For sure. I mean, for me, uh, you know, and I mean this in the most humble way possible, not arrogantly at all. In Kansas City, uh, you know, obviously I have multiple companies. Um, a lot of them carry my last name. And so uh, my reputation precedes me a little bit. And, and so that's always a concern of mine is, especially if I'm dating in the Kansas City area is, uh, you know, are they there for me? Are they there for who I am as a person? Or are they there based on my reputation of, of the companies that I have, companies that I run and, and, you know, what I have from a material aspect. So that has always been uh, in the back of my mind for, you know, trying to get that initial judgment out of someone, especially in the, the Kansas City area. Yeah, um, for me, and congratulations on the, the marriage. Uh, Thank there, you. Uh, Paris. So uh, for me, you know, honestly, I, this past year leading up to the show, I was also on a hard stop from dating altogether. Um, you know, I was really, um, I didn't even tell anybody I started my own company. Uh, people knew I was still in construction, but I didn't tell anyone because I was afraid to fail. Uh, and with that, I just dedicated really past like two years of my life. I just grinded and I've just been grinding and just trying to, um, you know, really propel myself. So dating has been on the back burner for me leading up to this, um, especially the past year. And then before that, no, I think women have always liked me for me. Um, so I don't think I really had to worry about the, the monetary thing. And maybe because, you know, I never really had a ton of money. Like I said, I was, you know, I was a site superintendent in, in construction. So they knew they knew what they were getting um, mm. entering into it. So have you had any exes reach out to either of you since the show's aired? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've had a couple exes and some some old friends uh, reach out and they're like, whoa, this is crazy. I uh, did not expect to see this. <laughs> no, no comment. <laughs> yeah. The no comment says it all. <laughs> yeah. This is Paris. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it. Every rivalry, every rematch. 
Every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from life. You know that. His business is failing. His house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger. And we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. This is Seven Slitting Questions. Okay, here we go. Um, who's your first celebrity crush and your current celebrity crush? Oh, childhood crush for me, Angelina Jolie. And right now, my, my celebrity crush is Ana de Amas. Oh. Yeah, ben for Armas. me. Who? Yeah. Ana de Armas, uh, Ben's ex, Ben Affleck's ex. Oh. Good one. Oh yeah, for me, uh, <laughs> for me growing up, I'd say Margot Robbie. And then uh, now I've always got a thing and I still have a thing for Scarlett Johansson, for sure. Mm, nice. Mm. Maybe they're Love watching them. this. Maybe, I mean, Anna's, <laughs> Anna might they're be both married. Is, <laughs> oh, is Anna really? married now? <laughs> um, no, uh, I thought you were saying a Margot and. Oh, oh yeah, Margot and yeah. But you guys still have a chance with Anna and Armas, maybe. So good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really hoping for you, man. <laughs> okay. Um, your first kiss. You have one minute to tell us everything. 
You guys are going to share that minute, so make okay. it. Okay, all right. So I'll, I'll go first. Mine was at a, a place called Worlds of Fun. It's like a Six Flags here in Kansas City. Uh, during Halloween weekends, they have Halloween haunts. So uh, I was walking through one of the haunted houses uh, with the girl that I was talking to at the time. This was back in fifth grade. And uh, we were walking through like this smoky room full of mirrors. And we were getting all turned around and we kind of liked each other like we were kind of holding hands. Uh, you know, I just went for it. Probably screwed it up horribly. I think I missed. Um, but Yeah. <laughs> Yes. And I'm guessing uh, one of the fun mirrors in the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is bad. I can't I can't remember my first kiss. I can't. It, it had to have been early. I was I was a, I was a little flirt um as a young young boy. But I want to say yeah, I can't even remember. I want to say it was like yeah. elementary school. How do you not just, remember your first kiss? What? That's bad, right? Yes. Some poor girl is gonna be very upset to hear this. There's some girl Seriously. out there yes. who has built her whole life yep. around the best moment she ever had yeah. with yeah. Chris Hours in the third grade. And it was like she, he when she tells the story, she says it's something him and I will never forget. Yeah, yeah and she's yeah. probably been talking uh, about it a lot this week. And now yeah, she's gonna exactly. especially this week. Yeah. Kurt yeah. could meet the girl and like <laughs> could see the yearbook and look at her and he still would be like, I'm so it just doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> Not ringing a bell. Not coming back to me. <laughs> I'm sorry, mystery woman. I'm so sorry. You could reach reach out to him on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. All right, well then Kurt, who was your last kiss with? Oh, that might give the show away. Yeah. Oh, I want to know some details. Spoiler. Mm -hmm. <laughs> See what you did there, Hunter. Yep. It's one of the exes that reached out to him after the show. Oh, my God. Uh, what is the craziest rumor that you've ever heard about yourself? Uh, I live in a small town now. I run a big farming and ranching operation, right? So, um, you know, small towns, people are going to talk. And uh, apparently my farming operation is just a cover up for this giant uh, drug kingpin, you know, that I'm running up here. Oh so I'm just smuggling drugs from Mexico and distributing them all around the Midwest. And uh, that's how I've made all my money, apparently. Well, wow. I'm sure it's just oh, like a hater from another farm who's jealous. That's right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or is he bringing it up right now to make it seem like it's fake? But we all know that that's right. Chapo, pretty close. That's exactly right. <laughs> Paris, I feel like I'm gonna be really bad at this game. I don't know. So I've had plenty of, of bad rumors. There's actually a whole in college. There's a whole page dedicated to me. Remember that college ACB website? It was like a shit talking website. <laughs> so there was a uh, whole page dedicated to me, and they called me uh, Kurt the Hurt Powers. And uh, it was like another fraternity went and wrote all this stuff and they had pages of stuff about me. And honestly, some of them were freaking hilarious. People were, people were pretty funny when they try to rip on you. Mm -hmm. um, uh, just saying stuff like uh, Chuck Norris, uh, you know, looks under his bed when he goes to bed. So, so to not be scared of Kurt the Hurt Powers, um, you know, all sorts <laughs> of stuff is with girls and, you know, drugs, STDs. That, it was, it was a pretty nasty like page. So I've had uh, plenty, plenty of trash talked about me in the day. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what's the best one. I don't really know, but there's been a lot. So I'm ready for what's coming. Yeah, well, get, yeah. get ready. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, look who gets to pretend to be a millionaire on television now. <laughs> Those yeah. idiots really lost out. Kurt the Hurt Sour. <laughs> uh, well, I think we have time for one more sliving question. Paris, Okay. All right. What's the craziest thing that you've done lately? Besides, of course, being on a reality show, but what is the craziest thing that you've done 
on the show Turn or after oh, or in a, your life? I'm a, I'm a loco. <laughs> um, craziest thing I did lately. <laughs> It's got to be the underground party at Tulum. Ooh, I love uh, Tulum. That was a pretty good one. The jungle, the jungle party was that was pretty pretty fun. Did you just go okay, recently? Uh this was. Let me think now. Um, oh, a little over a year ago. So yeah, in January of last year. Yep. So yeah, sick. Yeah, January is the best time to go there during BPM. Oh my god. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, so lit. The, the best. The best party. So my buddy actually lives down there. Uh, he's like building some townhomes down there. So he's kind of got all the plugs and um, he sends me this text invite. I don't know what I'm getting myself into. I'm like, all right, respond. They say, all right, go to the, go to this um, little hat shop. So me and two of my buddies <laughs> go to this hat shop. They check you in. I don't speak Spanish. I can understand it. I don't really speak Spanish. So they check you in and then you're just like sitting in here, you know, with the music and everything. And then they usher you out one by one. And, and Paris, you probably already know. They usher you one by one to these uh, Mercedes Sprinter vans. And then you go, or, or we went 45 minutes into the jungle, uh, pull up with armed guards, with AK-47s, uh, into this hotel <laughs> in the jungle. And uh, this is the best part, which we didn't know. The shuttles don't come back till 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. So you're there and you're stuck there. <laughs> And you walk yes. through the gate, and honestly, it was it was so freaking cool. I mean, sensory overload. It was amazing. The mm-hmm. music, the lights, it, it, it's literally the canopy from the jungle. The lights are just projecting up there. There's smoke on the ground. I met some of the most interesting people yeah. I've ever met in my entire life. Um, some really cool Europeans. A lot of a lot of people from Mexico City, mm-hmm. I guess, go there. Um, it was uh, the wildest experience. We had a joke that that's that's what the um, you know the song Hotel California was in reference to. Like you can check in anytime you like, but you can never. Yes. leave. that's what we felt. <laughs> we Epic. felt like we weren't leaving. We were stuck there. Part of me might still be there. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love for that. me, I would say about a month before the show, and I think this may have been what sold. Uh, you know, the producers and Fox for, for using me was uh, we were finishing up planning season around the farm and, you know, I'm a helicopter pilot. I have a helicopter. And so I was like, we need to celebrate this. We need to kick this off in style. And so my brother was out finishing the very last field of the year. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to grab a couple friends from the city. We're going to get like a 15 foot beer bong and I'm going to call him and say, go stand out on your tractor. And so I literally <laughs> fly over and with the helicopter I've got my friend in the backseat. She drops the beer bong, beer bong down to him and uh, he chugs it on top of the helicopter and the video went viral. So I think that's, yeah, I, I think that's what sold me on the show. Awesome. <laughs> that, that counts as a good answer. And uh, we appreciate everything that you guys are doing right now. The show is so fun. Uh, thanks for talking to us. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you so thank much. You thank so you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is surreal. I mean, growing up like watching you, Paris, it, this is just this is uh, it's pretty crazy. Oh, thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate it's that. Humbling for sure. No, and I, I really like loved watching you both. You guys seem so kind and real and down to earth and genuine and like really good men. So I just want to say that I really enjoyed that because on a lot of these reality shows, they have these like really cheese ball guys that are just like so cringe. And yeah. you guys are very nice guys. So I just want to wish you the best in finding love. And uh, I can't wait to watch all the episodes. The show is sick. Thank <laughs> you so much, Paris. It uh, means a lot. We appreciate yeah. it. Hell yeah. We'll see you at 5.30 a.m. at the uh, Jungle <laughs> Hotel for, for a conversation. 
Thanks for listening to This Is Paris. We love hearing from you. So leave us a review. Send an email to paris at iheartradio.com. Leave a voicemail at 833-87-PARIS. And follow us at This Is Paris Podcast. Bye, babes. Follow Paris at Paris Hilton and follow Hunter March, host of E's Nightly Pop at Hunter March. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fairs. Discover more at viking.com. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.